What it do a DMV? It is episode one sixteen of Chirpin DMV. Bobcat, it's our uh, local season finale today. Local you know, season finale. La- last one of the season, but we still uh, are. We gonna just mix in some black. Bear? Yeah, if the if the black bears keep running like the way they are, then we'll definitely we'll pop a little special episode up if they make it to the next round here. So we do got two of the guys on today. We'll start with that real quick. We'll tell you what we got going interview wise. Uh, we got Mo. Then we got Nails McCoy on, two guys we've had on earlier in the season, but they both pop on for an interview. They're talking their win, big first-round series win over Johnstown. First, Yeah, first, taking out the top seed. Yeah, taking out the top seed, first playoff series win. So tonight, they're up in Maine uh, for the first game one of the Eastern Finals, uh, 7 p.m. puck drop. I believe that's all on my hockey TV, but we'll get to all that in a bit here. But Bobcat, like we said, last last one here. Good season. We'll take it. Not a bad season, all things considered. Yeah, I mean, all things considered, I say it was a success. I know we wanted to be at more games this year and actually see some stuff. Um, so next year, uh, I think all we have to do is go to one. And uh, We're already we, beat, we, we beat this year's record, yeah. We beat this year's record. So, yeah, big things coming next year for season three. But uh, what's going on, man? How you doing? Things are wide open now. We're enjoying yeah. We're enjoying yeah, I life. I do. I got, I got 45 holes of golf in Memorial Day weekend, and I think I'm good for a few weeks. I got to recover. Yeah, same. I think I took about 45 bombs over Memorial Day weekend. So got to recover from that, too. I think we went out Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. Good times. DC was just wide open, and I've never felt happier to be, like, crammed up against somebody at a bar, spilling my drink, bumping into people. I was like, I love this. This is the best. Yeah, I'm, I still don't want that. <laughs> I yeah. want to go out, and there'd be no one out there. I enjoyed it once, and then probably by next weekend, I'll be like, fuck, this actually sucks again. Well, we yeah, that, well, things are open back up. You got your first yeah. uh, locker room game last night with the Bats? First locker room game with the Bats, the championship game. Um, it was fantastic being in the locker room. And their fans were allowed in, didn't have to wear a mask in. There was, like, I think, like, 30 people there. It was kind of crazy. You creating stuff. a culture there with the, the locker room? Creating a culture with the locker room, even though that was the last game in Wombat's history. The, 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 the team is dissembling, and we're changing over. We're kicking some guys off and changing to the perp. Okay. So the Wombat curse is out. Playoff. Yeah, what was it? I joined the team last year. We lost in the semis, the green machine. Not a bad run. We make the playoffs this year. We didn't get the first round by. Played someone in the first round, won like 7-2. Semifinals, we're down 5-1. Come back and win 6-5. Last night, we're down 3-1 in the third. Force overtime and lose in OT. Unbelievable. The other team got such a sick trophy, too. They got, like, a two-tier fucking trophy and all this shit they were taking pictures with on the ice. I was so mad when I saw the trophy. I didn't know we got trophies. I would have tried even harder to get that trophy. I wanted the OT winner so bad, too, because it would have completed the hat trick. Nothing, No better cherry on top than the hat trick in OT to win it. But Dude, I haven't skated since our tournament. Things things didn't go our way. Put up uh, – so shout out to the Wombats. Good little run there. But um, yeah, the Black Bears. We're um well, not to mention too, we got two interviews. We've got your guys, the cards, the ice cards on Bishop Ireton. Yeah, good interview there. We had freaking half the team on, it felt like, but we had coach, a couple of guys there. But uh yeah, good BI on, excited to to watch them again. They've got a young, young group of guys and some some funny guys on that team. So if we can uh, you know, maybe get some of these other high school teams chirping back and forth with us, create a little uh, branding, you know, get your name out there, chirp us, there. we'll chirp you. It sounds like you're getting a freaking jurors. Ooh, man, I hope so. Sounds like you might be getting a jurors. That's what I took from it. But um, before we get into – let's go – we'll go to Black Bears first. Uh, before we get into that, we got to shout out our guy, Marquise. So, Keese, legend, just signed the coach with the NA3 Mason City Toros. So, he's the first assistant there and he's also the assistant for the iowa bulls in the null signed the contract last night no kidding That's yeah so awesome, he's dude. coaching shout out keys like we said first assistant there with the mason city Toros in the na3 and then he's he's the assistant uh with the iowa bulls and the null so fucking right keys you, you know if he's been to mason city i have no idea <laughs> i have no idea i was talking he called me last night he was like there. yeah man moving the iowa it's like Fucking Iowa, baby. <laughs> Dude, it's uh, it was about an hour and a half from where I was living in Minnesota. It's, yeah, uh, it's Iowa, but dude, they, they get Iowa. their barn gets packed. Uh, they just had their NHB team move up to the North American League team. Uh, 
or they had their NA3 team move up to the North American League team, and now they have, I guess, another Tier 3 team. But they are, uh, man, they pack barn. It is, uh, there's nothing else to do there. So it'll be a good time for him. He'll have a hell of a time, dude. Yeah, and he's got to grow that coaching cheery baby, so good for him. Good on that. And then, so Bobcat, first up, we'll throw it to Morelli and Nails here. They kind of explained everything for us, but, yeah, like we said, first, first playoff series win in Black Bears history. They beat the high-seeded Johnstown squad that they usually always have trouble with over the years and it's um they went all five and they pulled it out on the road you fucking love to see it well yeah i mean but they they won game one uh oh no they lost game one lost game one then won two straight then dropped one couldn't close it in four at home and then went to johnstown oh yeah and then we'll we'll talk about it a little bit more in the the interview with the boys there but yeah that's huge first first uh Playoff win franchise history is the first, you know, Robertson Cup run here. So awesome, awesome time for the Black Bears. He said it, yeah. Nail said it back in like November, whatever we were talking to him. He said, wrote to the Robbie. And then they go on their, what, like 15 game losing streak, you sewer him. And then they go on an eight game winning streak to sneak into the playoffs and fucking A. Here we are, East Final. One series away from the Final Four. Yeah, man, I wish that it was, uh, you know, a normal year, but you got to see see what they do with the, the Robertson Cup final up in Minnesota. It's pretty slick. I, hopefully they got fans for it this year, but those, those teams typically travel pretty well. Um, it's it's awesome. Out in, out in the diner, cake eater land. Cake eater land. All right, let's toss it over to him right now. Bart down. Off the bar. Bart, Bart down. Cross Bart and down. Off the bar and down. All right, we now welcome back on to the Black Bears we've had on this season. We got Morelli, we got McCoy. They're off to the East Final in the Robbie Cup playoffs. Gentlemen, what's going on? Not too much. Thanks for having us. Yeah, not much. Thanks for having us. Yeah, this is reoccurring guests, Mike Morelli and Hunter McCoy at this point. This is a a two-time chirping exclusive here. So, boys, yeah, we're heading into round two of the playoffs after – stretching the first round into all five necessary games uh let's not jump too far ahead but how are the boys feeling yeah uh feeling good i think uh you know like after beating number one seed johnstown i think we have a lot of confidence um i think we like playing at maine a lot so i think it's going to be fun minus the drive that kind of sucks but um i think we're all in on winning this thing and for a lot of us it's our first time in the playoffs in junior and uh, like you know i mean me personally, I'm just excited to play against a really good team and hopefully uh, go to Minnesota. That'll be fun. Yeah, uh, I think like Johnstown was really good for a lot of our guys to get their feet wet and uh, play off hockey and juniors. And uh, I think we're feeling pretty good right now. Uh, got a lot of momentum coming in. Obviously, that was a big win uh, in their barn last Saturday. So uh, hopefully we can get off to a hot start here and, um, you know, hopefully pick up a couple wins in Maine and, and come back here feeling pretty good pretty good about the series so love it, love it. Let's, let's start with you real quick i mean you get game one um obviously you'd probably say not your best game but then it's three games off and then you're right into game five in the elimination game so kind of what was the thought process there just preparing for that game five knowing you haven't played since game one there yeah i think it was just kind of play simple and play calm just play my game don't try to go out there and do too much don't have to think like i need to steal the game or steal the series or anything like that just um, you know, next shot, next save type of mentality and not overthink it too much. At the end of the day, it's the same game, same puck, same ice. I think I was pretty calm going into that game. I think most of our team was. Coach did a really good job of staying calm with periods on the bench and everything. So I think, you know, it didn't really feel any different to us than like games one through four. But obviously in the back of your mind, you you knew that we were on the brink of elimination, but so were they. So I think it was good for all of us. And uh, obviously it was a big win. Well, yeah, and you guys, you guys, you know, like you said, you took out the number one seed, and I know me and Bill were talking, uh, maybe giving you guys a little grief towards the end of the season, but it's like, fuck, these guys are going to hit their stride. They're going to hit their stride. It's just got to, we got to be hot at the right time. So far, so good. I mean, you guys picked picked the right time to, you know, get things going, and uh, I know, McCoy, you were saying, you know, getting some guys' feet wet in the playoffs, and You've got guys from you know, like yourself, the BC, NCDC, a lot of guys that haven't played in the playoffs. And, you know, this is Maryland's first playoff win. Um, do you think that the makeup of, you know, mixed match guys from different leagues in this weird year helped in this instance? Or was it nice not having guys with playoff experience? Uh, I mean, it's, it's a little bit of both. Obviously, it's good to have that experience. Uh, you're a little more calm. I think 
you know, I thought we played a really good series. Uh, I thought every game was pretty tight and we came back two or three games. And, uh, you know, I think that just says a lot about the guys in our room. Uh, it's also nice to have guys uh, who it's their first time and they're excited and, uh, you know, they learn to play with those nerves in a good way and uh, not get too anxious. And I think for us, uh, just keeping that same mindset, like just just taking it one shift at a time and, and playing simple, hard hockey. I mean, that that's the playoffs. Uh, you know, you don't see too much more flash and dash uh, at this point in the season. But I think for us to just keep playing our game, obviously our, our scores are producing and we're getting a lot of good production from guys who who are maybe a little more quiet during the regular season. So. I think we have good depth and uh, the more we can all contribute and, and just play each game. Um, and I know in a series setting too, the more physical you can play and, and wear a team down. Um, you know, that's a whole nother aspect that I think some guys brought uh, in the last couple of weeks. That's been, you know, really helpful for us, uh, you know, as far as just letting teams know that, you know, we're coming every shift and uh, it, it's going to be a battle all night long. That, that game five there was kind of a wild Caught a wild, wild game to begin with, but a wild third period. Kind of take us to that one because it's like John sound first in the first, and you answer they them again, and then them, you in the third, them in the third, and then it's you guys two in a row. Yeah, I mean, uh, I think honestly in the room, even I think we're down uh, two one going into the third, um, or, or three two, uh, whichever it was, and and I think the room was just really calm. Uh, it wasn't, uh, it wasn't panic mode. It was, um, you know, we just got to go out there and, and put a couple in and. Um, you know, just keep doing our thing, playing lockdown defensively, keep forward checking hard and, and they're going to cough the puck up and, uh, and they're going to be the ones who make the mistake. So I think uh, especially with Maine, they're, they don't play as structured as Johnstown. Uh, they like to kind of run and gun. And, you know, I think that could be a weakness for them in this series. Um, you know, when you're when you're trapping pucks, playing with a lead and uh, I think they're going to struggle with that with us. But. Um, you know, time will tell. And it's, it's uh, anyone's game at this point in the year. Um, you know, anyone can show up any night. For sure. For sure. Like, uh, I know that, you know, we yeah. keep talking about game five and, you know, the, the nerves and everything like that, but um, for the the listeners or folks that aren't, aren't familiar and especially the local folks, right. This is, this is the black bears first playoff series, first playoff win, first time advancing. Like what, what looks, uh, what, what does the next round look like? You know, say you guys move on and take that trip to Minnesota. Is it a team from every division or what's, what's that look like? Yeah, I think it's uh, four teams go, one from each division, and then I think it's seeded. So the the highest seed team will play the lowest seed, and then it's a best of three series for the semifinals. And then whichever teams make it on, they'll play. Uh, I think it's one game, just yeah, just one game for the uh, championship. So I think it should be exciting. Obviously, it can be a championship. You only got one shot, so it's a benefit, and also can be. You know, disadvantage if you look at it that way too. You gotta either beat a team once, or you know, instead of beating them three out of five. So um, I think it should, sure. You got any idea of, or have you been told at all what your what your idea is? I mean, this is dropping Friday, Friday morning. Um, any idea of what the goalie rotation is going to be? You guys going to just keep going back and forth? And then personally, I mean, I, you obviously had a few games against Maine this year. How'd you feel against them? Yeah, um, as far as the goalie rotation, I have no idea yet. <laughs> I think both of us, you know, whoever call is going to be ready to play. And um, we're both, and when we're not playing, we're just going to be there supporting each other, supporting the team, and, um, you know, just focus on what we can control. And then, but as far as playing against them, I, I mean, I think they do uh, the puck a lot, which for me, type of goalie that um, if I get a lot of shots on that, I feel like I can get into a flow and rhythm and I'm kind of seeing the puck easier and not overthinking. Yeah. So I think it's fun to play them. It's been about, you know, almost four months since you guys even have played Maine. And if we're looking at the Black Bears in February versus the Black Bears the last week of May or the first week in June, I think, you know, you guys are a totally different team from from then. Um, you guys watching a lot of video on preparation or keeping tabs on how they've been playing. I, I, that four-month stretch, a lot of shit has happened. Yeah, uh, we've been doing quite a bit of video. Um, you know, obviously we haven't seen them. Uh, we're both different teams, but – uh, I think for us, uh, obviously, they have some guys we got to key in on, uh, some guys who've been pretty hot. And uh, I think that we just our, our biggest focus has been just sticking with our game. Uh, right now, we have three or four lines that are producing every night. Uh, everyone's playing hard. Everyone's playing physical. So uh, I, I honestly think if we come into the series and, and everyone's playing their game, and we have a full lineup going. Um, you know, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be really hard for any team to hang around with us. Yeah, I, I, I mean, you know, you guys know that I feel the same way, frankly. 
Um, but talking about some of those guys that, you know, are producing and the time is right now, like Josh Nixon, for instance, I think he had, you know, 14 points on the regular season and leading the team right now in the postseason. Is that one of those, you know, depth guys or him and God dead or, you know, they're, they're the top of the stats right now. And, uh, like you were saying, you know, during the regular season looked a little bit different. How important is it to have, you know, everyone producing, you know, you got guys itching to get in the lineup more than ever. Um, but can you talk a little bit on, on how, you know, important it is to have, you know, a full lineup come playoff time? Yeah, I think it's really important. I think everyone needs to obviously just do their job. And, um, we, you know, we talked about a lot before the first series against Johnstown, um, with coach that there's going to be guys that need to be unsung heroes and not always going to be your highest, uh, scorers from regular season. They're going to step up in the playoffs and I think game five called Buffo had two goals and, uh, Jude Curtis played really, really well for us. So it's not always going to be your highest scoring regular season that are, are going to be leading the charge in the playoffs. So I think everyone's been doing a really good job of just stepping up and playing super hard and physical and defensively and knowing that good defense leads to offense has been a lot. So I, I was going to ask, uh, you know, do you have any guys like uh, how important it is to have, you know, the Darren McCarty's that randomly tear up the playoffs or the Ruslan Fedotenko's or the Max Talbot's. And I was looking at the years that those guys were playing. You guys were like five years old. So I didn't have any good current examples, but yeah, you got to have those, those depth guys, everyone chipping in. Uh, like you were talking about in the beginning of the interview, Hunter, you know, playoffs is a lot less flashy hockey and the, the grit, gritty goals, ugly goals. Uh, dude, and some pretty slick saves. I saw your your partner there, Morelli, on the top plays of the week. There it didn't even look like he uh, he knew where that thing was. Oh yeah, that was a great save. He makes he makes some really hard saves look super easy. So that's something I've been uh, learned from him. He always makes things look way easier than they are. So is that really the Swede Swede versus North American style or? Yeah, I think so. He just I think they're they're really calm the way they play, and I've always been uh, like a more athletic and more just. Um, kind of desperation goalie so I think for me to try to calm down and especially against shooters that are so good you never want to make the first move you want to make that make so I've been learning a lot there it is and I mean the last thing I got and kind of the most important thing we we're talking about beforehand nails you're missing it but you want to take I mean I was kind of clown I was watching the replays earlier today and I was kind of clowning on some of the Johnstown goal celebrations here I'm sure obviously you saw them from the bench we had a fishing pole there for game for the first goal in game five Marley was telling me one kid wrote a stick I mean, you got thoughts on that? These guys with these god awful celebrations here. Yeah, I mean, uh, I don't know. Playoffs <laughs> uh, emotions, emotions can run pretty high from in playoffs, and I think that's where the experience comes in. Where, I mean, you're playing a long series, and and these yeah. guys, uh, you know, they ride. You could tell Johnstown they rode the highs and lows. Like when when they scored, they were fired up. But when I know in Game Five when we scored that fourth goal, uh, probably you know four minutes left. They're, they're dead. Their their bench didn't have a pulse. Uh, you know they 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 kind of knew it was over. Um, and and you can see that. Uh, and I think we've done a good job being pretty even keeled. Um, and you know down two goals, up two goals. It's it's been a, a pretty good ride for us. Uh, and and I think this series is going to be a lot of the same. Uh, I know those main guys were going viral with their mullets and stuff, and you know they're all jacked up, but. I mean, those emotions, uh, they go away pretty quickly when you're down a few goals or, or you get ran through the boards a few times. So, um, you know, we'll see how they respond to that. But, uh, again, I think playoff hockey, uh, it's about being a robot and just doing your job. Uh, we, we even Bob, talked Bob, about that. A, that's a well-answered question there. He's, that is. I was just going like to say. Like an NHL even, caliber media. Right yeah, there. we talked about that uh, last time we <laughs> chatted, Hunter. But you're talking about keeping guys. Are we banging on boards? Are we going bananas, highs, lows? And it sounds like that's something that you guys have, have worked on, right? Is staying even keel, being able to play a full 60, um, especially, you know, again, heightened atmosphere of playoffs. So it's a, uh, it's awesome, man, to see, see, you know, some of the stuff that you guys were telling us three, four months ago, you know, now is paying off, but you know, work, work is far from over. Oh yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. we have, we, we have to, more. we do also have to, you know, give you a, a re congratulations so now we're going to West Point. So uh, oh, yeah. another, another chirping. Uh, we didn't get the exclusive on this one, but a little bump, a little bump. So hopefully that bump stays in effect this weekend. Um, I think that's all the questions I got, Bill. You got anything else? I'm good. I'm good. Tonight, game game one, Friday night, 7 p.m. And then Saturday, you're there for game two. And then you're back here, I think, Thursday back in Maryland. So for the game three, baby. So, gentlemen, best luck to you. Absolutely. Thank you, guys. Hey, McCoy. 
Yeah. No playoff stash? Uh, I had the beard. I So I'm superstitious in that, like, like Connor Cole looked at me like I was crazy when I shaved it after the first two games. And I was like, every time we lose, I'm shaving this thing. Uh, yeah. So I, I'm keeping it as long as we win. And then, uh, you know, when, when we lose, I'll, I'll give it a shave. And, uh, you know, hopefully that's that keeps working. So, um, yeah. Well, whatever, whatever it takes, man. Yeah, whatever I got to do. I was expecting the full-on. Yeah, the handlebar. All right, thanks again to Mo and McCoy for coming on. Mo got that game five win there. He played game one, he played game five. Uh, McCoy, a couple points in the series. But, yeah, like we said, tonight, 7 p.m. and then tomorrow, game one and game two. Uh, tonight and tomorrow, 7 p.m. up in Maine. And they're back here. I believe Thursday is game one in Maryland. So I'd imagine it's going to be like a Thursday-Friday hitter or like a Thursday-Saturday one and then probably back up there Sunday or Monday, depending on how that goes. But, yeah, we'll we'll be in touch. Like we said, if, if, if they keep going, we'll drop a special episode. Oh, and then uh, fair talk. Dude, Piney Orchard, totally open. Get in there, Pax and Barn for the Piney boys Orchard, if you're in totally the area. Open. You don't even got to wear your damn mask in there. Yeah, go go support the Black Bears. Go support the Black Bears. And then next up, like we said, we got the cards. We got the ice cards here. When I say we all, we'll finish, we'll finish the episode with them. <clears throat> um, so, Bobcat, any, any, any ideas for next year? I mean, obviously, we want to get to some games. Uh, yeah, definitely want to get to some games. Um, really, I got a couple more. people on the list we still need to get on here. <clears throat> yeah, we got some people on the list that we got to get on. Um, I do actually, I did want to mention, I was looking through the Central Scouting Report that just got released this week. Uh, Liam Gilmartin and Bryce Montgomery, two DMV products on there. So, uh, yeah, that's pretty awesome. If you guys don't know, the Central Scouting Report is uh, a huge compilation of European scouts, uh, North American scouts, and they're basically rating the best players, skaters, forwards, defense, um, all leading up to the NHL draft. But yeah. uh, upon first glance, we had at least two recognizable names from the area on there. So congrats, Gil Martin and our boy Bryce Montgomery. Yeah, if Monty, um, if Monty gets drafted, we're calling it. That's that's all part of the chirping bump tree for the season. Dude, he didn't. The, the thing that sucks, I feel like he didn't play a game this year, right? Like, yeah, that's a real bummer. I like, did not play a single game. No, at all. no, the OHL did not play. So, that's, and he still and he still made the central scouting list though. So, props to Bryce. That's kind of tough for him, but yeah, a couple got a couple couple people we want to get on. We got we got a list for next year. We still got <clears throat> we still got Sam Annis. Uh, I was coming on. We got Lacey Eden next year. We got a handful of people, but yeah, we had some good ones this year. Monty was a good interview. Zach Jones was a good one. Always love talking to local people. RC like always a stud to talk yeah, to. But yeah, fun, fun talking to RC. And then uh, it was great to have the BI guys on here at the end. Um, there, you know, we 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 joked about them throughout the high school season, but I, I'm a ride or die now. And they get they got I got that one that one guy that puts up his like um the Chesapeake Regional Park Review dude that puts up like the best social media accounts of the year and shafted our guys at the cards. I was like, come on, yeah, what are we talking about here? Well, it just means we gotta maybe get you talking a little more shit about them and get get their names, you know, in yeah. motion here. We got to keep speaking into existence next year cards. We're getting you on that best social media on, account we're getting you on that. So yeah, good, good. Like we said, good local season overall. We got some stuff planned. Oh, uh, there will be a video dropping um, maybe this weekend. I think if I can get it recorded or maybe Monday, but um, we'll be dropping our new tournament series jerseys that just got released. We haven't ordered them yet, but uh, so we're looking for sponsors. We're looking for this, that, and the other, but yeah, tournament team, um, no numbers. I mean, no names on the back, but what I did, there's, there's, there's 16 jerseys, 15 and a goalie, and each number is corresponding with a capital legend. It's good stuff. Ooh, is there a 68? There is no 68. No, I couldn't bring myself to put Yager on the roster. Good. I feel like he chucked the remote at Smitty. We got, let's see, we got 19, five. Brendan Witt. Yeah. 11. For Gardner and Halpern, we got a 52 Mike Green hitter in there. We got we got the obvious guys: 74, 8, 43, 77, 20. That's a that's an Ellerin Pavanka number. 32, 12, 21 for Like and Marouk. Simmon, we got the 28 in there. There we go. Six, 90, and 10. And I can't decide if we want to get 37 or 70 for the goalie jerseys. Ooh, man, that's a tough one. That is a tough one. I'm a big goalie guy, but hope he did win us the cup. He did, he did, he did. Ah, oh, man. Maybe I make, I, like, the white jersey 70 and the red one 37. Yeah, that's an idea. You know what I mean? Yeah, I dude, I – yeah, 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 Yager throwing the remote at Smitty. But also, people don't remember, Yager straight up admitted to not trying his best when he was in D.C. 
Yeah, he just was like, yeah, fuck that place. <laughs> yeah, so, like, yeah, legend or not, like, he wasn't a Cavs legend in my opinion. No, I hated him. I hated him here. Kind of a dickhead. One time I saw him at Piney Orchard, too. But I guess that's why he chucks remotes around. Dude, I remember when they they traded for him, and he didn't even show up to the first few practices at Piney. Like, the whole the whole might squirt team that we had was going up there waiting for him. His ass never showed up. Uh, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, that's kind of all I got. Like I said, when the cards, you got anything you want to leave the people on until, until next season? Um, so what I'm thinking for next year, um, oh man, this we got to get the video. I think video is going to be huge. We're going to be actually at games, Friday night hockey, Friday night lights. I think that's going to be the big, big step up for next year, being a little more involved with the high school. I mean, could only cover so much this year with those wonderful websites that they support us with. Like, uh, it'll be nice to have some, some, some hands on and, and, you know, feet on the floor. Yeah. I'm for, thinking for we do like, games. um, I'm thinking we kind of maybe do like one game a month, like the game of the month and we'll put polls up on Twitter and you have to, whatever, whatever game we'll pick, like we'll pick one game from each league. Cause prep should be back in action. We'll pick like the top prep game of the month the top CSHL one, NVSHL one, MSHL one. And then between those four games, get on Twitter and vote. And then that's the one we'll come out to. Yeah. You know what? Hey, all you local teams here. I think uh, if you guys are doing any hockey TV or need any, you know, broadcasting, uh, I think me and Billman here could do a pretty bang up job color and play by play. So maybe a little guest spot here. That's what I'm saying. We got it. We got a couple months here and I've looked into it before. It's not overly difficult to set up a live stream. It literally takes a camera, two cameras, two cameras, one on us, one on the game, a headset, a mixer. And then as long as the ring's got good internet on Chirpin DMV's YouTube live, we can be streaming games, put up graphics, you name it. I think uh, that'd be awesome. I think we could also do that. We got robbed of uh, ACHA hockey this year too. Get out to some college games on a Saturday or Sunday. Yeah. And then uh, maybe toss a couple beers some, back. Yeah. College games. If we're play by play in a college game, we're drinking during it. Oh, dude. <laughs> Easy. Easy. High school ones will be a little more calm, but uh, yeah. So we'll, we'll, we'll spend the off season really thinking of some shit to get going here. But I think, I think live streaming could be a big way to come back big time in season three here. Yeah. I think uh, it honestly is just going to be the inter- interaction, right? We'll be able to go get video of games, get clips in between periods. Toss some t-shirts out of yeah. the rink, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, chirping, chirping player of the game, fan of the game. Ooh, ooh. We need like a – um, <laughs> I'm getting ahead of ourselves here. We need like a – for at a game doing play-by-play, we need we need somebody to be our freaking um, in-arena in arena correspondent, our Pierre that's like, all right, let's throw it over to – Freaking Brando here, and Brando's just in the student section, like, oh god, and they're all rubbing his bald head, just jumping up and down, going bananas. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, that's yeah, I can I can picture that right now. But that that's it, that's it, baby. So a little little Friday morning recording, got a little got home a little late last night, did some drinking in the parking lot after. But yeah, end of end of season two here, local wise. I uh, appreciate you guys listening. We had some we had some pretty good fucking numbers this year in terms of YouTube um, downloads on the local apps. We, you guys like the local people, so we're gonna try to keep getting them on here. Yeah, thanks. Thanks to you guys for sure. Um, obviously, it makes it uh, a lot more fun to do. Uh, you'll you'll hear it in the the bi interview. But uh, Ryan Quaid was mentioning. He goes, yeah, man, it's awesome. You know, listening, hearing our names every week. Like, yeah, that that's the type of stuff. You know, you interact with us, we'll give it right we'll back to you. Tires. If you're if you're talking to us on Twitter and Instagram and liking our stuff and commenting back on us and like bi chirping us. Uh, chirping me at least and we're gonna when we get the episodes and we're and when me and bobcat are looking at the friday night games to talk about and there's two good ones say there's two really good games and maybe one team one game has two teams that don't have social media or don't talk to us and fucking see ya yeah <laughs> so, so right, i mean <laughs> we got wnl we got westpo we got bi yeah uh, yeah i mean those guys you know they're unfortunately they're going to be the one or fortunately for them they're going to be the ones that we're you know hitting hitting the pavement for right off the right. bat so we don't we, we don't play favorites in terms of looking at your standings we'll play favorites based on how much you want to hang out with us and yeah it's been a lonely been a lonely year yeah yeah come come chirp with us but uh there it is that's all i got so we'll end it here with uh the ice cards roll cards appreciate you all bark down off the bar bark, bark down Cross, bark and down off the bar and down what a shot all right we now welcome on a handful of the ice cards here from Bishop Byerton. I believe they're just coming off of spring hockey. They made a run to the semifinals. Bobcat and the CAS, 
HL playoffs this year. So instead of introducing them one by one, we'll just kind of let them go around themselves. Coach, we'll start with you. How you doing, man? Not bad. Not bad. Thanks for having us. No problem. And then who do we got here? Who, who are the who are the mutts we got on on camera here? We got uh, uh, Ryan Quaid. I'm Ryan. Uh, going into his junior year. Owen Roberts going into his sophomore year. Colin Reagan going into his his sophomore year as well. Love it. Love it. So, Coach, let's start with you. Talk about the season a bit. I know you guys got a little bit of a late start, obviously, being a little bit of a private school here, and you kind of were iffy. I, I don't I, Correct me if I'm wrong, but you couldn't get going right when the league got started here. So, kind of talk about getting that little bit of a late start, and then, obviously, you guys make this run through playoffs, win three, win two games, get to the semis, and lose to the eventual champs. Yeah. So, um, due to, you know, due to our friend COVID, uh, late start to the season, but uh, had good support from the administration and the school to – to find a way to make it happen for the kids, we're able to do it. Uh, obviously, the late start, I think, hurt us early. Um, most people, I think, had about five or six games before we played yeah. game one. Um, so the late start hurt us, especially with a younger roster, um, logging some significant minutes. Um, but it may have helped us towards the end. I think when other teams might have been a little bit more tired than we were, uh, we were just kind of starting to click on all cylinders. So. I'm just happy that we got the season in and and that the boys got the skate. Love it. I'm going to go ahead and pump my own tires here. The whole time we were talking to, you know, some of the other coaches, they were saying, uh, you know, look out for B.I. We were asking, like, what's happening with B.I.? Are they playing? So I kept that nugget in the back of my mind the whole time. So I'm going to formally announce my affiliation as a associate fan of Bishop Ireton here. Um, so uh, yeah, talk about, you know, the, the playoffs. We have some of the, everyone on here today is a returning player. Um, so let's start with, uh, uh, let's go Colin here. Colin, you're the social media guy, right? Are you the one clipping everything, putting these things together? Or was that just a, a COVID downtime thing or, or how'd you come about doing that? Uh, I was actually, um, yeah. So just kind of started out. Um, I was I was at one of the games. I think it was the first like Braddock game, and I was kind of standing there by the bench. Uh, I was kind of like thinking to myself, how can we get more people involved in this? You know, keep people in the know. Uh, so I asked Ryan if, uh, if he had an account for something, and he had a Twitter apparently. So logged in, kind of started it. Wasn't really sure what to do at first, but kind of kind of picked up on it. That sounds a lot like what we're doing just, here, right, Billman? Just don't tweet anything dumb that'll get you in trouble with school, right, Coach? Yeah, yeah too easy. Too easy. <laughs> the 12 o'clock phone calls after the game are always good to have. Right, right. So let's kind of run through playoffs here. Obviously, you guys started coming into the seventh seed, like you said. I think you finished the year four and four. Um, first game against, like, Braddock. Squeaked one out there, 6-5 win. So I don't know who wants to take that one. Let's go with you, Owen. Take us through that game right there. Uh, oh. I thought I thought our performance could have been better. Uh, like Braddock was a good team, but I thought we were a lot better than them. And uh, I'm glad we took the dub, but a little little risky play. We, should, we started we started that game pretty well. Um, I'm not really sure how much we went up by, but we went up by a significant amount. And um, three third, third period, how much was it? Three. We're up three. Yeah, yeah we were up by three, and um, Lake Braddock just started chipping away. And, um, you know, as soon as we kind of picked it up, we realized it was a tie game with like a minute left in the third. There it is. You had two goals there, there, huh? Yeah, I, I did. Oh, yeah. You can pump your tires a bit. And then you, you guys get to that next <laughs> game. It's Woodbridge. It's the number two seeded team in the league. Um, Coach, we can start with you on this one. Kind of what was the approach to that game? Um, I'm not sure if you had played them in the regular season or not, or were able to get a feel for them. But yeah, what was the approach to that game? Obviously, top two yeah, team right there. Uh, we were four and four because we missed a couple of games, and Woodbridge was one of them that we missed due to due to COVID and scheduling and stuff like that. Um, they're always tough. They're usually a bigger physical team. Um, we were able to kind of match lines in that game, um, get the matchup that we wanted, and and maybe exploit some of the some of those matchups, and and we got solid goaltending. So uh, to me, if you can get a good matchup and you get good goaltending, you, you know, you're in business. Yeah. Oakley, right. He stops 20 and 22. Feel free to pump his tires a bit. Anybody yep. on here? Yeah, pump your goalie <laughs> up. Absolutely. And I think, I think the, I think the two goals are power play goals and just, yeah, he had no chance on. So. Coach, I do have a quick question for you. I'm looking at uh, some of the score sheets throughout the year. And do you guys have a 99 on the roster? We do have a 99 on the roster, but uh, he, he did not play. Uh, he did not play any varsity games this year. 
Uh, okay, I was just making sure that wasn't a yeah, typo. We, we, they we they, do, they still uh, hand out 99s. Yeah, we we you know the 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 boys get to choose their own number, and um, you know pretty soon you'll get to feel the burn. Well, yeah, I guess there's not many. I guess there was no one when me and Matt were growing up playing whose birth year was 99. So I, I guess it makes sense <laughs> now. But that's 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 tough. That's a close one. Yeah, yeah, but um, yeah, it's interesting. <laughs> So it looks like, I mean, looking at your roster too, it looks like you have a good bit of, you got good numbers at your disposal in terms of you can fill a lineup pretty deep if you want to. Yeah, so we, uh, you know, I've been doing this, I think this last year was year 16 or 15, I, I lost count. Um, so we, we have one big roster, we'll play a varsity league, we'll play WCAC when they have it, and we'll play both leagues if they, if they have it. And then what I'll do is I'll play some JV games on the challenge, just schedule a few JV games for the bottom half of the roster. So I, um, I just noticed when you're playing a JV league, uh, you either win by 10 or lose by 10. Right. Well, there's no in between to, there. <laughs> yeah. There's no in between. So it's better to just kind of play a, a free schedule and, and find a bunch of one goal games. So Owen, are you just gonna, you're going to watch and laugh in the background or, I mean, what do you got to say about this? Are we going to talk about the semifinal game with you here. You're going to take us through that. Oh yeah. The semifinal game, uh, rough, rough loss, uh, there's a little, little bit of problems with the equipment. Oh yeah, we were we got equipment issues. <laughs> yeah, just uh, didn't get the skate sharpened. Oh, uh, got some dull uh, wheels. Yeah, I mean so, that's a that's a two-two game going into the third right there. Yeah, and for I mean you guys started the season late, and you know, for on paper you know see a four and four team in the the semifinal was that something that you guys thought at the beginning of the year while you're sitting watching everyone else playing like yeah we're gonna be there we're gonna be there. Or, I know that everything this year was, you know, taken with a grain of salt, but what was the the mentality when you got there? Was it, you know, work's not done or we expected to be here? Or? I mean, we kind of all take this if that's all right. Um, I mean, we all just kind of like we knew our guys were good going into it. We played WNL in the regular season. We knew they were going to be a tough team. We knew they were going to be, a, you know, a top team going into it. And so we made, we pushed past uh, Woodbridge and we uh, got to WNL. We knew they were just going to be a tough team and it was just going to be a battle. And, I mean, we, we all knew they were going to be the champions going into it. Um, we all knew, really, once we, once we get past them, um, they were just a team to beat. So we knew they were going to be tough. The coach was the mindset uh, at the beginning of the year, just trying to keep everybody on page and stay patient. I'm sure you guys were just chomping at the bit. Yeah, that's exactly it. Um, you know, the league, everybody makes the playoffs in the league. Um, you can think of that what you will, but we'll just use it to our advantage and and use the regular season just to get ready um, and just win your last three or four games, right? Uh, nothing else really matters. So early in the season, you're trying to get uh, your younger guys a lot of minutes, get them ready. Um, I'm a big believer that if you're going to win the championship, you need a third line that can play when you need them. And if you don't take the season to develop that third line, you're going to find yourself shorthanded towards you know, in the, in the playoff run. So we, we just really worked during the season to find combinations and three lines that we felt gave us the best chance to win in the playoffs. There you go. I mean, does it make you feel better or worse losing to the eventual champs? Uh, three years in this league, three years I lost the eventual champs. Okay. So, I mean, do theory would suggest that <laughs> next year is the year, right? Yeah, yeah. The law of averages. The law of averages. That's it. So, law yeah, we've been in this league three years, and we've lost the eventual champs all three years. So, I mean, what is the outlook heading into next year? We talked about it a little bit early on. All three guys here are going to be back. Um, is there another crop coming in? Or are we relying on now these, you know, middle middle classmen, I would say, now being upperclassmen? Um, we definitely have some freshmen coming in that can contribute, um, you know, uh, where they contribute. I'm, I'm not sure yet. Uh, you know, I saw a little bit of it in spring league. Yeah, what do you mean, coach? It's it's June. You're not ready for next season? <laughs> I heard I've been ready to go, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Now, so I'm in spring league. I think I think they'll contribute uh, where they'll fit in, not sure. Um, but uh, fully expect that we'll have three lines that can compete next year. Love it. And what, is, what exactly does spring league consist of? Are you guys just running scrimmages, uh, drills? I, I don't know what the rules it's are. An eight in terms to of ten like... game. It's an eight to ten game, uh, little just games only over over in Arlington. Um, most of the teams in the league are, are playing in it. So you kind of see what everybody else's freshmen look like as well. And um, 
just really good time to get what I like is you get the freshmen out on the team early. So when they get into the school, they they're, they're not strangers and, and they're comfortable. Yeah. So we'll go to the guys here real quick. Obviously a pretty, pretty crappy season, uh, kind of a good thing. It wasn't your senior year. I mean, it sucks obviously for a lot of the kids where it was, but kind of looking back at last season, what are you looking forward to this season? Obviously you're going to have some crowds back in the arena. You can get some students back out there. <clears throat> you can use the locker room, which is going to be nice. So what are we looking forward to? Uh, for me, especially, um, I had, I had the opportunity to play in front of fans. And so I know what it's like that these freshmen, they don't they're like, they've been in the games, but they don't know what it's like. I just, I oh, can't yeah. fan aspect, especially against our big, big rivals, the West Poe game. Um, that's that's Friday be, night ice slot and it gets jumping in there a bit. Right. No, exactly. It's like our biggest game. It's a big, like it's all, everybody talks about it at the school. That's a big one. Um, but yeah, especially being back at the Vern. Um, our home rank is, that's going to be nice. We couldn't really use it last season. So we definitely are looking forward to that. Yeah. What, what do you guys say? I mean, so looking forward to playing in front of fans, Colin, Owen, have you guys had a good bit of experience there? Or, I mean, what are you guys looking forward to, whether it's, uh, you know, your, your game next season, or is it how the team's looking? Like what's the, what's the next steps here? I'll definitely say the whole experience for next year. I'm looking forward to whether it's, between the CSHL or WCAC. Obviously, the WCAC, we have a title to, to protect, and I think go. we get a good shot at protecting it. So, yeah. And, Owen, is there a, what's the, the next step for you? I mean, is it uh, more, more of a role on the team? Are you guys expected to be leaders next year? Or a coach is watching, by the way, so mind your answers. <laughs> yeah. But what's next season? What are you, what are you amped up about, Owen? Uh, I just think we have a really great group of guys, and we're going to be able to win a lot next year Fair enough. and uh yeah really excited to play at the burn never played a game there heard a lot about it but mostly just like winning like everyone's focused everyone wants to win so yeah winning cures everything right <laughs> best so i've got a question um not to make it about us but I mean, for next year's dynamic, do we need to have a good cop, bad cop? Do you guys want Billman on your side? Do you want to keep clipping him? Uh, you want Bobcat pumping your tires mm -hmm. still? Like, I know, I know, Ryan, you seem like a real quiet guy. I'm sure it would be tough to get an answer out of you here. But uh, what are we thinking, boys? I mean, especially, I just, I love, I love, uh, you know, listening to it every week and hearing the Bishfire and Cardinals, hearing your name called. Um, I mean, we love the support. And so, you know, love, looking forward to it. Billman, you're bad cop. My, I'm staying. My, I'm, I'm, no, my you can't thought join. process was no, no. Is as soon as I picked against them and they won, I had to keep doing it just to help them keep winning in a way. So oh, take yeah. Like five, if you did win the championship, I was going to take like 5% credit. Just wanted a At piece. Least. Like you cut them a piece of the net out like that big. Yeah, just the smallest piece of the net. Maybe a free hat too. Hang on the microphone. Yeah, you get a hat. You get a hat. <laughs> there it is. So, yeah, I mean, Colin, like you said, you kind of came in this year, took over social media um you see a lot of the teams doing it or at least a handful of the teams and you know from like what bob was saying from our perspective if you're going to put the effort in and interact with us we're going to interact with you we're going to talk about your team we're going to you know give you guys the spotlight this that and the others but you got any plans for next year kind of growing it more with instagram twitter uh getting that, fans involved. See, that, yeah, that might be thing. under wraps we didn't we went we, we went to be in part of the inner circle spoil anything but <laughs> uh I'd like a little more help myself, um, whether it's from, I heard we have student managers next year. If, if they're interested in doing anything, that'd be amazing. Um, and then even just myself, learn a little more about it, maybe try to make things look better. Well, well I know next year, our plan this year, the plan was to come out to some of these Friday night games and do some live feeds and actually get some footage of you guys and everything. But do you feel like, uh, I guess this one's for coach. Does the, the school, you know, the school, I know hockey for a lot of people, it's new, it's not the sport, it's mm -hmm. not lacrosse. Do you guys get a pretty good support or, uh, you, you got, you got some fans that show up for the guys that, yeah. that have played yeah, so there from the administration. We've always had good support from the administration. And then, you know, Friday nights at Mount Vernon have been great. Um, you know, St. James is great to us this year. Uh, it was great that they were open and that we can get the games in, but you know, you throw 50 or 60 students at Mount Vernon, it, it kind of sounds like Madison mm -hmm. square garden. Right. And then, yeah, and then you get a couple, and then you get a couple hundred and it's, it's a good, it's a good crowd. 
Um, St. James, uh, or, like in a warehouse, and you can't hear right. Anything. And, and you know, if the students were able to go, they they would have went this year, and it, and it right. would have been great. But you know, 100, 100 students at Mount Vernon is you know, it's loud, right? It's just just a big tin box, and, and we love it. Um, it's uh, it's our home. So there you go. What else you got, Bob? I got uh, I've got a few rapid fire questions. I'm gonna go, Coach Owen Ryan Collin. Just boom, 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 boom. Um, team most looking forward to playing against next year again whoever's next on the schedule all right owen want to know that way <laughs> that's a good coach answer owen what are you thinking who's who's uh on the on the list next year we're ready for west potomac i know that calling out west po yeah west po ryan chime right in bud i know you're ready gotta go with west po definitely gotta go with west po there it is. Hey, Colin, are we going to balance it out? Are we going to get a dark horse answer here? Um, I'm going to get good counsel. I'm going to, I'm, I'm very interested to see what WCAC is like. Um, so I'm, I'll definitely be interested to see how they are. Yeah, once you get in them prep games, it's a little different. They're fun. Mm-hmm. And then uh, my last question is just, you know, the makeup of your roster. We've talked about it, you know, beginning, middle, end of the end of the interview here. Um, do you guys have, you know, a bunch of people that are playing youth together? Are these all kids that have grown up playing together? Did you have the advantage of them playing club hockey together? Or are you guys all just, you know, we came from wherever and now we're BI cards. Uh, I think it was mostly came from wherever and BI cards. Uh, some say James, um, you might throw a little cap in there every once in a while. Um, some ice dogs and, uh, some caps Academy. I think uh, with COVID, some of the clubs not fielding teams, some of our players coalesced around like Caps Academy and stuff like that. So uh, this year we probably have more players playing on the same team than in years past, but it's not, it's not significant. Don't, don't have that necessarily like edge. Like I know those West Po guys, they're all playing club together. And uh, right. even, even Washington Liberty, I think those guys, you know, all grow up together. So is that, do you right. think that that's more of a challenge getting everyone to buy in or is it easier because, you know, they, they are strangers and there isn't those, you know, old rivalries and things like that. Um, I, I, I don't think it's, it's either or um, this year was just difficult without time uh, to prepare and one of the things that was missing this year was there was no locker room, right? Guys are getting changed in the cars or in the parking lot or in the corner of a rink where it was tough to build a culture and, and stuff like that. And That's exactly what came to mind is like culture, right? Everyone, right. hockey culture is what's built in the locker room. And without that, it's just, you know, a coach right. talking to you like, a, you know, on the sideline. Right, right. It's like if there was no locker room, I don't know that I'd play. (laughs) That's what we played in the men's league tournament a month ago, and I told Billman I wasn't going to play if we didn't have lockers. I still played, but at least you had beer, though. We all we had plenty. Tonight's our first night in locker rooms allowed at uh, MedStar here. So, well, is there uh, anything, any uh, anything that we should uh, point out or pump for you guys other than the bi Twitter? I know you guys are are hammering that. what what do we got, boys? Anything that anything left unsaid? And Ryan, you're going last year, <laughs> right? All right, fair enough, yeah. boys. Yeah, Owen, what do you got? Uh, really, just I don't know. Just show out to the games next year. Yeah, we'll be there for sure. If you guys, uh, so long as we're playing, hopefully there's fans. But me and Billman will be there, uh, hoping to get a lot more actual like at game coverage this year that was that was the big plan for season two here so season three we'll see uh i think quade will be able to point out pretty easily with that mullet hanging out of the back right yeah there it is yeah. getting there be ready by the start of the season it'll be tough to see from the bench Ooh. <laughs> well i appreciate you guys coming on like i said i've been uh happy to support you guys this was my first year for a high school season at chirpin and i found i found my crew at least uh again no ties until now officially announced yeah. first time ever on board as a bi card associate member billman the hat that coach sends you is coming my way fair enough well gentlemen what, we, like what, what said, color sweater do we need bob what color sweater do we need we, we oh, the white or the black they are sick they are sick jays you deserve I, I like the black i think it's just a little more you know you know uh like the blackout games for like college football Ooh. i think the black is you know more menacing perhaps but a clean Sounds white good. A clean white, so long as you don't do the Vegas style and go white gloves. 
Nah, nah, no white gloves. Can't can't do the white gloves. <laughs> the, the school budget's only so much right now. The WCAC, <laughs> baby. But uh, coach, guys, we appreciate you coming on here for our last local episode of the year. And uh, looking forward to next year. Roll cards, baby. You guys, I look forward to talking to you next year. Thank you. Thank you.